Hey, that's nice. Here we go. Hey, girl. You just tuned into the Britney Smith podcast. You're tuned in because either you're an entrepreneur, a mama, or both. And sometimes you just need a minute to, well, just be. And on this show, you'll get a lovely mixture of business and branding genius, faith and motivation. And if you're a mama, you understand conversations. Because let's be honest, we are fabulously multifaceted and amazing. So thanks for popping by. I'm really glad you're here. Girl, let's get into it here on the Britney Smith Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. It's me, Brittany M. Smith, and you are listening to or watching the Brittany Smith Podcast. And I'm so excited to be here with my friend, my girl, Nova. Um, And you know, guys, on this show, we talk to women in business who are passionate about something and they have a story to tell. They have practical insight to share with us as women in business. Um, And so I don't bring y'all no dead weight. Okay, I don't bring you guys anybody who's not about that life. Um, and so today we have Miss Nova Smith of the Coffee Girl. Um, and I love her business concept, it's so unique and so dope. Um, so Nova, welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm so honored. Yay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also something for you guys to know about Nova is that she is also going to be a part of the Hey Girl Conference coming up on May 13th this year, 2023. Um, and if you're in the tri-state area, you need to go to heygirlconference.com and just see what it's all about. All the details are there. It is, I'm going to say this every episode, it's like walking into a big hug. <laughs> it's like walking into the hug that you didn't know you needed from your sister friends that you didn't know you had. Um, and so she is going to be also speaking and sharing at the conference. She's a part of the conference planning. She's the right hand to the founder of the Hey Girl Conference, Miss Cassandra. Um, and so she's an amazing woman and I'm excited to have her here today we're here to talk about her business it's the nova show today y'all it's the nova show and we're here to talk about her business the coffee girl so nova tell us um tell us what your business is first and foremost in your own words describe to us what is the coffee girl the coffee girl is an experience that i have each time i go into a coffee shop Mm. Um, and Philadelphia has a plethora of coffee, cafe, houses, um, just a lot of experiences to to have. So my passion is coffee and another beverage, which we ain't going to discuss on this Ooh. podcast. Well, all right. <laughs> um, and so I just enjoyed it. And I was like, how can I how can I share this with others? And I started an Instagram page, just going to different, you know, places around the city. And then when I travel and I go away, I find a coffee shop and I highlight that wherever I am, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, wherever I go, I got to find me a good cup of coffee because that's how I start each and every day. Um, And then I came up with coffee totes Mm -hmm. and it's, it's a reusable tote bag. I wanted something that was 
a utility that people could use each and every day. Because when I go to a coffee shop, I'm grabbing my phone, I'm grabbing my wallet, I'm grabbing maybe my laptop or my iPad, and I'm throwing everything in a bag. And it doesn't need to be a fancy bag. Um, and it, it, if it's eco-friendly, it's even better for me. Yeah. I, want, I want us to be kind to the earth. So I came up with coffee totes and the coffee girl just kind of sprouted out of me. And I'm a creative person. So I want to do something like artistic. And so then I was like, I'll make coffee mugs because I drink coffee. Yeah. So that's that's what the coffee girl is. Um, she's just passionate about coffee, about meeting spaces, about mm-hmm. coming together community and just sharing a cup of coffee with somebody that you want to have a good conversation with. I mean, that's, that's all that it is. It's, you know, it's just something that I enjoy and I want others to enjoy it too and be part of the coffee revolution. Cause that's what I call it. I call it a coffee revolution. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I really, so I'm, I'm a fake coffee drinker, right? Like I drink coffee with my creamer. Okay, for me, it's not about the bean. It's not about the Arabica bean. It's not about where it came from, Costa Rica, whatever. It's about French vanilla hmm. with a spot of coffee. Okay, all right. So we having we having uh, a little coffee with our milk. Exactly, exactly. And and but to your point though, it is the um the vibe that comes with holding a cup of coffee in your hand. Right. It's like the start of a new day. It is the start of a great conversation. It is a moment of wusa and peace. Like, so for me, while I may not be all about the taste of coffee, but I am about the, what it feels like to hold the cup in my hand. I am about, you know what? Today I feel like a wife, a mom, and a boss. I'm going to use my wife, mom, boss mug. So I'm I'm about the coffee experience, you know? know? And so um, I can definitely relate. And I know that everyone who's listening right now can relate, whether you're a coffee drinker or a tea drinker, um, you can relate to that cafe experience. There's something about sitting at a table with your notebook or your laptop and being in a space where there's other creative or other working people. Um, it, there's just something, there's a whole vibe around yeah, it. It is a whole vibe. Yeah. I, I, let me let me just say, I'm not a coffee snob. Okay? <laughs> I am able to recognize a good Robusta versus an Arabica, but whether you're drinking it black, whether you're drinking it really, 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 really light, I don't care. We're sharing time together. Yeah. Um, that that's more important to me. I've seen some people who rate it and they're like, this coffee has an acidity level and it's an eight out of, that's not my thing. That's not my thing. That's not what I'm here for. If your <laughs> cafe is a place that I want to come back to, it's going on my page. Okay. And you know, yes, your service matters. Yes. The cleanliness matters, but I don't do that whole rating thing. I just want to share good spaces. Yeah. Good vibes. I'm a people watcher. Yeah. (laughs) The background noise of a cafe is perfect for me. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's that's what I love. So, you know, um, I don't get into the uh, micro details of coffee. And I know some people will be offended by that, but that's okay. It's, It's my thing, not yours. Hello. Hello. Keep your eyes on your own cup. Amen. Okay. 
<laughs> no, I, I love it. I love it. And so um, I know that there's also a nostalgic connection that sometimes people have with coffee. So tell us a little bit about your story and how coffee became a part of Nova. Okay. So gosh, where do I go back to seventies? <laughs> uh, when I was a little girl, my grandparents, um, Dan and Ruth Settle in Newcastle, Delaware used to brew coffee every morning and they would read the newspaper every morning from the front to back. And Miss Carrie, a neighbor across the street, she would come over every single morning. So that smell, that community, like, has been a part of my upbringing. Now, my mama didn't let me drink coffee when I was little, but that smell, it's, it's, it's in here. Yeah. It's embedded in my brain. And every time I smell it, it really transports me back to that kitchen table. I can see it right now. Like I can see my grandparents sitting at the wooden kitchen table, right? And the Folgers can is on the counter and it just transports me back each and every time. I wish I could have shared a cup of coffee with my grandparents, but my mom was like, you don't need no caffeine. Um, So she didn't let me drink it, but I always wanted to. Um, you know, I always wanted to be a coffee drinker because that's what I saw my grandparents doing. So it it, it goes back to when I was about five or six years old, just loving the smell of coffee. And if we would go and get coffee, I used to dig my hands in the in the beans, like some of the places they would grind it for you. And my grandma would go get it. Uh, It was called the dry goods. I don't know if anybody remembers the dry goods. Um, (laughs) But you can go and you can get all kinds of things and they would package up the coffee. But I just remember like digging my hands in the beans. It's so unsanitary. I would never do that now. But back (laughs) in the day, it was just like, I don't know. It was, I've been fascinated with coffee and coffee beans for a very, very long time. And as an adult, um, coming into the coffee space was hard. Um, It was hard because I felt like, I felt like an interloper. That's what I, that's what I want to say. I felt like an interloper and it took me a long time to be comfortable with just, cause like, what do I order? Do I get a mocha latte? Do I get an espresso? Do what's a double shot? You know? So all of those things were very intimidating and I knew I wanted to be a part of it. And I knew I wanted to have coffee and I knew I didn't want to go through a drive-thru and get it. Even though Wawa coffee, don't sleep on Wawa coffee, y'all. Okay. Don't, don't. <laughs> it's a good go-to. Okay. Um, but I just knew like, I wanted to put myself into a space. Um, and I got over that uncomfortableness, which sometimes we have to do in life. It's a, temporary, yeah. like, it's a temporary thing you have to, you know, get over. Um, and that's a lesson for life. Listen, I was, I was going to say, I want to jump in right there and talk about how that experience, right? Like, I really want to get into this space, but I'm feeling insecure. I want to get into this space, but I don't know enough. I want to get into this space, but I don't see people who look like me. I want to get into this space, but I don't even think there's room for me. Mm-hmm. I want to get into this space, but I don't know anyone in the space. So like, while, while you're talking about, you know, entering into the coffee space, going to different coffee shops, how many other areas of our lives as as women, as women of color, do we go through that, that, 
wall of, ah, I don't know. I don't know. Like what, what are, what are some other areas like that you can relate that experience to work, traveling, Mm -hmm. um, taking a hike. Mm -hmm. I was in Buffalo, New York, a couple of weeks ago, and I wanted to take a hike. I didn't see nobody like me on the trail. Yeah. Um, and I know it's for me because I feel like I want to be outdoors. I want to be in this space. I love the water. I love being in boats. I, I love it. And it shows up a lot. Like, I feel like I'm taking somebody else's space mm. by being in that space. And mm. I have to convince myself many times. No, you belong here. You belong here. It's okay. You can have this seat and you can sit here for an hour if you want. Don't feel like, oh, I can't, like, I can't stay. I I can't bring my laptop. I can't get comfortable. Yeah. 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 I, I feel that, you know, and even articulating it now, um, I think about how before all of the, not before, but like, as racial racial tension has started to increase in this country over the last couple of years, how much more aware of my skin I am, right? And so I will go into a space, case in point, I went to get a facial and massage um, at a place where just, you know, it is what it is. And even though nobody said anything, nobody looked at me any kind of way, but the fact, the absence of me made me aware of me. Exactly. You know, you walk in the room like, okay, can I relate to anybody in this room? Can I get that head nod? Can I get that that affirmation? Yeah, there some of it. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy how now you can pinpoint it, like how you, well, how you, how you're aware that you're even thinking of that. Right. You know, um, and so if you're depending upon where you are in terms of your confidence, in terms of, you know, knowing who you are, your response to that experience can be different. So when I go into spaces like that and I recognize that there's an absence of me, my inkling in my gut is I'm going to represent. <laughs> yeah, turn up. And not in a bad way. Just yeah. I'm here. I'm here. I'm going to speak. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to articulate my words. I'm going to be educated. I'm going to contribute value to the space. I'm I'm not going to be timid about jumping into certain conversations. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pull up a seat next to you. Like, I'm not going to, you know, like, it's just, and it, like you said, it's not to say, yeah, cause reparations. Like, no, it's not, it's not that. No. It's, it's to pave the way in a way for others who may come through the door and 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 wonder if they belong. Um, but it's also to send a message to all those who are already there that I belong and I I acknowledge that you belong too. Like we can exist together. I'm good, you're good, we're good. We can collaborate. You know, we can be friends. We can connect, right? Like I can ask you what what kind of coffee you're drinking. I can ask you what you're what what you're having for lunch. I can tell you that your hair looks nice, even though we use different hair products. Like it's fine. Like it's all it's all good. It's all good. I, I um I want um I just want people to know everything is for everybody. Everything mm-hmm. is for everybody. If that's what you want, everything. Yeah. 
everybody. Like when I, I have sons. So when they were younger, I signed them up for ice hockey. Nice. Of course, they were the only brown boys. Yeah. At the ice hockey rink every Saturday morning, early, freezing cold. But I kind of wanted to give them that experience so that when they got older, uh, if they went to college, they wouldn't be like caught off guard in different spaces. And right. to let them know, like, you don't have to relegate who you are to an activity or a thing. Right. Everything is for everybody. Yeah. No, and and that's just how I live my life. Like if I want to, you know, if I want to hike in the Himalayas, I haven't yet. I <laughs> want to, and you know, we have this habit of saying, "Oh, that's a that person thing." Yep, and that's yep. a that person thing. Right. That's not our type of music, or that's not the type of food. No, let's let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop limiting ourselves to certain areas yeah i mean yeah i'm I'm about to print a shirt everything's for everybody yeah yeah and and like you said if you feel drawn to it Mm -hmm. follow the drawing right um because we were created to take up space in different spaces Mm -hmm. there's something that that space has that's something there's something that you have that that space needs Mm -hmm. Yeah. Regardless of what your skin color is, regardless of what your upbringing upbringing was, right? There's something that's needed yeah. in that space by you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Awesome. 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 So, um, talk to us. I mean, because I'm a, I'm a little bit fascinated here. Um, because like I said earlier, I'm a fake coffee drinker. I drink. Oh, it's okay. Drinker, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the question like this: What is the big deal with coffee? With what's the what's what's the big deal? Like, is there like historically? Is there something like you know the history behind coffee? Like, what? Help me enlighten enlighten us. (laughs) Well, what I didn't know long 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 time ago um, is that coffee was discovered on the continent of Africa. Okay. And wow. <laughs> we have so we have so many gifts that come out of Africa and a lot of us don't even know. So coffee was discovered in Ethiopia long long time ago. There's plenty of lore depending on which page you land on, whether it was a goat herder who noticed his goats were acting funny after eating the <laughs> berries. Um but Ethiopia is the birthplace of coffee and like the people of Africa there was a trade mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. and coffee made its way to it was disseminated sure out into the world um so coffee is part of our roots and i just wish everybody knew that like coffee grows in climates and elevations and soil that is home to black and brown people. Mm-hmm. You can't get good coffee uh, where those things are not. Okay. <laughs> yes, so, ma'am. <laughs> so, so, so coffee, you know, was transported along with us, you know, made it to the Caribbean. Um, and everybody talks about 
cotton and sugar plantations, there were coffee plantations and it was traded. It was a, a big commodity. It mm-hmm. was um, it was things that people hadn't had and now they wanted it. Just like now you get something yeah. new, everybody wants it and everybody needs it. Um, Ethiopia was exploited for their coffee. Now we have something called fair trade where people are actually getting the value of that commodity and not being robbed. Okay. Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be politically correct. But Listen, when, you, when you think yeah. about how we were brought on boats and the things that our land grew and our land cultivated and how that was exploited too, it kind of, that's why I call I call it a coffee revolution because I want us to know that there is a coffee belt that runs along the equator and it's just, it's just warm climates. It's just right. us. Yeah. It's Colombia, it's Guatemala, it's Brazil, it's Africa, it's Ethiopia. Like that's where all the coffee, well, it originated in Ethiopia, but then they found like it grows the best here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were exed out of the coffee industry almost from the beginning as everything i was gonna say with <laughs> with most industry with most things we yeah. were out of it and i think that's where that trepidation of like how do we get into it like what is a roastery how are the beans brought over how are the beans cultivated like that thing is foreign to us but it is part of us right so my Coffee revolution is like, let's support black owned coffee shops. Mm -hmm. Do I go to other coffee shops? Of course. But I have a list and it's an extensive list and it grows every day. Okay. That I need to visit these coffee shops. I need to support because them just being part of this industry is a win. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I want them to stay open and I want them to flourish and I want other people to come and I want to highlight the cool coffee vibe because it is a vibe. Like it, it could be like the barbershops were right. You know, it could be that community space that we could use to come together. And, and that's, that's, you know, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. Yeah. There are, more than 2 billion cups of coffee consumed, consumed every day. Sheesh. Every day. That's a lot of coffee. <laughs> and I drink about 32 ounces <laughs> of those 2 billion cups. And, you know, little by little, um, I just want to make some type of impact. And if it's just here in my locality, that's cool. Um, you know, like, just meet me at the coffee shop. You want to have a cup of coffee? Just come. Just, just meet me at the coffee shop. That's where I'll be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And as you were talking about it, I'm thinking of, you know, you get your website up and running and there's a directory of these black and brown owned coffee houses. And every oh. week or every, every week we're at a different spot. And, you know, there's different people who are in this coffee drink community. All right, y'all on Friday, we're going to such and such coffee shop and on whatever day, like to the point where there are 365 coffee shops on this list and you're hitting a different one. Like there's a different one being up there, you know, every single day. Um, the coffee crawl. 
Yeah. You know, where we're like, I want to do the coffee crawl. Not, yeah. Not the beer crawl, not the bar crawl. I want to do a crawl coffee crawl. I love that. Saying this out loud. Don't y'all take my idea. <laughs> yeah. In, in Center City and Old City, they have the trolleys that go around. I want to do a coffee crawl. Just join me. Um, you can, if you're a coffee shop, you can put out your best. We can do cuppings. We can do tastings. Like, I love that. that. That is the goal. Yeah. <laughs> and this 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 social media thing and posting, it's it's overwhelming. It's full, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a full time job. It is. Um, it is. Know, just, just getting a website is, you know, up and running. Just to just to highlight my bags. There's one in the background. That's hey, bags. <laughs> <laughs> and my mugs, you know, like just getting that all together is a feat. Yeah. I applaud anyone who, especially if that's not your, that's not your industry. I applaud anyone who's doing it and doing it well or doing it. Okay. You're doing it. I applaud Mm -hmm. you. I realize I've been thinking about this for about two years. And just last year I was like, I'm going to do it. You have listen. If it ends up being the most expensive hobby I've ever had, I'm going no, to because it because, won't it go away. Yeah, and the other thing is, as as excited and passionate you are about coffee, there are millions of people who are also excited and passionate about coffee. Like coffee is a thing. Like coffee is never going away. It, it's here to stay. It is a whole thing, and so you will find. Your people, your tribe, they are listening, they are watching, um, and you have to do it. And even if your coffee crawl, like start small, Listen, hit, hit three shops, hit three walk. shops, walk. you know what I'm saying, whatever. And, yeah. It, and yeah, and I'm sure that even the shops that you, um, that you bring into this are going to be thrilled. Yeah. Because just because we're, we're highlighting black and brown owned shops, mm-hmm. anybody can come on the crawl. Exactly. You know what I'm saying so like there's there's so much that we we about to have a strategy session okay. on the, on the okay. podcast I don't know like maybe that'll be a separate show we can't, we can't give everything yeah yeah so. but um you're I I think you're on to something for real for real um and you have to 2023 you have to yeah I'm I'm, like, I'm doing it I'm I'm doing it I said it's happening um yeah I I, I have to because like I said it won't go it won't let you go it it won't let me go (laughs) I love it I I love it yeah I love it I love it so tell us how we can connect with you on social media so that when the coffee crawl is getting ready to happen we know about it okay well I am at the coffee girl at gmail and I am the coffee girl on instagram I don't have a facebook page that's all right. And that's the coffee girl, T-H-E-E, coffee, G-U-R-L, coffee girl, girl coffee yeah. girl. girl. <laughs> yes, yes. I love it. I love it. So listen, ladies, I know you got something from this. Um, just hanging out and chatting with us on this episode. We want you to join us at the Hey Girl Conference. 
May 13th. It is a thing. You have to be there. Brittany Smith podcast is going to be on site. So you can be a guest appearance on the show. Um, and because you're listening, we have a coupon code for you. It's Hey Girl Hey 2023 is the coupon code for you to save a couple dollars on your registration. So just for being here with us today, you get a couple dollars off and we want to see you in the place. We want to see you in the place. Let me, let me take off my coffee girl hat. Yes. <laughs> conference. And ladies, if you are interested in sponsoring the Hey Girl Conference, you can contact me, Nova, at heygirlconference.com. I can give you all the deets. I can work you through it. I hope you join us at that. The coffee girl will be there in the house. She'll be there with some of her coffee toasts and some of her bags. So she will see you when you come on May 13th at uh, the story. Um, and, you know, it's going to be a good time. Like you said, it is a warm hug. It's like seeing that friend from, you know, last year. And it's like you picked up where you Not left off up. last yeah. year. Um, it is It is just, Cassandra has really, uh, she has really enriched my life with this conference. And um, I'll probably never stop being a part of it because it is just, to see her enthusiasm, her passion, she has inspired me and she knows this. And I give her all of the standing ovation. She has inspired me just to be around her. Um, you know, she could be a motivational speaker because she sometimes I have to call her like. <laughs> right. Really, really, really is passionate about the Hey Girl Conference. She's driven me to be even more passionate about the Hey Girl Conference. And I'm excited to be a part. And I just want everybody to come out. Yes. It's great. There's going to be music. There's yeah. great food. Um, there's going to be awesome panels and speakers that will give you something to go away and either build on or start building with. I love it. So, 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 so good. So ladies, head on over to heygirlconference.com, get your tickets and meet us over there on May 13th. And whatever the case, if you're not in the area, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening um, to another episode of the Brittany Smith podcast. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another amazing lady who needs to hear today's show. Yes, girl, I'm serious. Just send her the link and say, girl, listen to this. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Female Coaches, Consultants, and Content Creators group on Facebook. Or you can join my mailing list in the links below this episode. Girl, I enjoyed our conversation. Stay amazing and remember, you are loved, you are needed, and nobody, I repeat, nobody can do what you do the way you do it. See you next time on the Brittany Smith Podcast.